All right, uh, I'm doing another one that doesn't uh, that skips over the uh, the names. Okay, are you warning me so I won't pretend to be? So confused? you won't. So you won't be taken aback. So I will not. You know, okay, I will not uh, pretend to be confused for comedic effect. <laughs> but you, well, you no, you can still pretend to be confused. Okay. No, I'm good. Girl, it's fine. My lips are sealed. You make me want bob. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal hard deal, bar wheel, stop you. Jim Davis is my name. Hello and welcome into Being Jim Davis, a Jim Davis Garfield podcast. We are John Gibson and Christopher Winter, and also we're Jim Davis. Each day on Being Jim Davis, we read an installment of Garfield, taking it apart for messages, morals, and meanings, and seeing whether the whole thing stands the test of time. This morning on Being Jim Davis, we're looking at the strip for Wednesday, February 7th, 1979, and I believe, Chris, you have a synopsis for us. And I'm at the Chris Winter. (laughs) (laughs) What? I wasn't listening. Uh, John, I do. I do have a synopsis for us uh, this Wednesday. John, you're skipping right to the end, huh? Uh, I, life is uncertain. Um, John, in today's episode of Garfield, God, I really hope we don't argue about whether the events of this strip constitute sarcasm. Oh, I really hope that. So, uh, <clears throat> panel one. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, panel one. Uh, I just looked at it for the first time. What? I mean, really looked at it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'd you know, I'd seen kind of a bird's eye view of it, but man, this is the first time I've really, really taken a deep dive into it. <laughs> so this is little, a fucked up panel. So little preparation goes into this podcast. <laughs> it's th- this panel is amazing. I mean, how much preparation do you need to read a strip of Garfield? By this point, I think you and Uh I are pros. I I think we don't need a whole lot of preparation. Oh, no, no. Comes naturally. It's like, yeah. We're experienced jazz musicians. Mm. So much much experience, so much inherent knowledge of the genre. Mm. Um, Understanding of one another as readers of Garfield. I won't go on. So, um, John is uh, John is eating a sandwich. This is uh, this is this may be, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did you want me to say more about what we were about that aside? It's just it's the. I just, I'm just so excited. It's the standard Arbuckle meal procedure where he has is one kind of food on the plate, like on the plate. Is uh, yeah, a and the plate is completely full, taking up the entire plate. Yeah, there's no room for that sandwich on the plate, and no. yet he's holding a sandwich <laughs> in his hand. It's it's like the strips where he has a big steak on the plate, but he's yeah, eating yeah. a taco. And I wanted. It I, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I do love that. I do love that about this one. I did. I I I did specifically want to point out that I believe this is the first sandwich of 1979. I think you are correct, John. John, can we talk a little more about this sandwich? Yes, yes, we can. I love the way John Arbuckle holds a sandwich. Now, it's going to be a yeah. little bit to describe this. 
without for listeners who don't have the benefit of pictures but when you hold a sand sandwich john you kind of you approach it laterally right like you have mm. one or two hands <laughs> grasping the sandwich and you're holding it on the side like yeah. so, you know the typically, front of the sandwich the front of the sandwich is um, uncovered by your hands so you can get your mouth around it <laughs> <laughs> and the back is also generally free, you know, free and easy. You're like you're holding it on the side. Yeah. John yeah, Arbuckle yeah. Your rotates. Fingers, your fingers. Yeah. Your fingers are perpendicular to the direction the sandwich moves in. Exactly. When you take a bite exactly. At it. John Arbuckle rotates his entire arm <laughs> around. <laughs> the y-axis so that his fingers are pointed <laughs> into his mouth and he's holding the back of the sandwich and like he's just shoving it directly into his mouth <laughs> this isn't the first time he's done this that he yeah. regularly that's how he consistently eats a sandwich this is this is, this is standard sandwich eating posture <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if we've seen john arbuckle eat a hamburger before but i i warrant that this is exactly how he would eat a hamburger as well oh yeah definitely you know what else i like about his posture go on <laughs> his torso his entire torso is sort yep. of like listing to the left a little bit yeah yep it looks to me like he's he is posing for the camera like like it's an action shot like uh -huh. i'm eating a sandwich and he's i am eating this sandwich <laughs> <laughs> like leaning into the photograph he doesn't want any confusion on the part of the viewers as to what his relation to that sandwich yeah. is yeah he doesn't I want to like that yeah go on i like that even though he is clearly speaking to garfield and yeah. we'll get to his his speech bubble in a minute oh yeah we're not he's clearly nearly speaking finished to with garfield one he is speaking to garfield but he yep. is looking at the reader <laughs> okay, now here, here we, here we, here we differ slightly because John, I read this arrangement. Or not at Garfield, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I read, I read, uh, I read this panel as John Arbuckle looking down at the turkey and/or chicken leg on the plate. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think? I, uh, do you do you see you see that differently? I don't think it doesn't look like he's looking down to me. I mean, I'll grant you that his pupils, like the little dots, are not at the very bottom of his eyes. So it's not like he's looking, um, like he's angled his eyeballs all the way down. But it does look to me as if his gaze is resting upon the turkey leg. I think it's probably mm. a chicken leg. The chicken leg, while he is I don't know, it takes the up the sandwich. whole plate. Yeah, maybe it's a turkey leg. Boy, there's so much going on in this I, panel. I, yeah, it's a it's a rich tapestry. Um, I, I I I I really want to give I really want to award this panel um, the panel of the week award. This um, may well there's some strong contenders. I, there's some other things that happen in this one that are are definitely up there as well. There's some strong contenders for panel of the week, John. Yeah, like it, in case listeners thought that. Um, panel one of yesterday where john arbuckle is saying garfield i'd appreciate it if you wouldn't read over my shoulder <laughs> was the high point of the week look that was a very strong panel but mm -hmm. it's nowhere near panel of the week yeah uh i guess it is a chicken leg because john says stay away from my chicken leg garfield <laughs> oh, God. i can't believe we got that far in not knowing what <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just it didn't it didn't occur to me to to read just, the words. Just, we just, John, we had a single panel. I'd say two inches square, or four four inches square, maybe like two inches on either side. A single panel to talk about. Mm. No more than a dozen words. We talked about <laughs> it for I don't know ten minutes. And didn't even get to what, yeah, wow. Chris, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with your statement about it being no more than a dozen words. Uh-huh. That's all. Okay, okay, I just looked. It is 13, it, John. It is a baker's dozen of words, Chris. Well, a lot of baker's that. Baker's dozen. John, a lot of that. Dialogue, de- dialogue. A lot of that depends on whether we consider ah, A-W, as a word. Oh, of course it's a word. Is it though? That's how it's written. Yeah, but is it a word or is it just like a sound? It's a word. Okay, I'm not gonna press the point. There's so and, much I mean, to look, talk about in, in this terms panel. Of, in terms of like speech, yeah, it's definitely a word. There's, the, if the question is, if the question is like, look, did it, I say does it, it have a dictionary definition? Like, uh-huh. okay, maybe not. Like, I'm not, I'm not arguing that it is a meaningful syntactic you know, discourse marker. Although I think that one could easily make that argument. Mm-hmm. Not what I'm doing. Look, anyway, did I say, did I say Chris. it's, did I say it's not a morpheme, John? I didn't did say I it wasn't the a fucking divorce? morpheme. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Don't know what about. you're talking about. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, you know what else is weird about this It's a this great one? panel. Go on. Uh, I think I think as recently as maybe last week or the week before, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned that, or we wondered aloud, yep. whether Garfield ever, like, makes actual cat noises, like meowing. Mm, we did wonder about that. Yeah, we did speculate yeah. about that. Well, he makes one here. Oh, my fuck. I didn't even notice that. There yeah, is so much going on in this panel. <laughs> you yeah. didn't notice that? I thought, I thought that was your, when you were hedging whether or not it was... Uh, you know, more than more or less than twelve words. Oh, I thought, now I it's that definitely. Was, that's why I was like, oh, I meant 12. just the dialogue. It's definitely more than twelve. <clears throat> um, Mrow. So, okay, so I don't know if we've clarified here. Garfield is approaching the chicken leg, apparently angrily. I guess. Yeah, he's, I guess he's attacking he the chicken like leg. Like his face. He doesn't look like, oh, I want that chicken leg. I'm going to eat me that chicken leg. He looks angry. And as you say, he's making the noise. Um, Hmm. Excellently read. Excellent line reading. Thank you. John Arbuckle is, and the sequence is a little confusing here because. It is. John Arbuckle is saying, stay away from my chicken leg, Garfield. Garfield is clearly replying in thought. Ah, uh, stuff it in your ear. And then underneath that <laughs> is the onomatopoeia, <laughs> as if he thinks the thought precedes the noise, when it seems like the noise should be the first thing. Yeah. There's just so many layers of meaning. This mm. this panel, Chris, is like a metrayush... I don't know how to say that word. A nesting doll. Oh. Matrushka? I thought you were going to say like a Mandelbrot set or something, but yeah, either oh, one works. Oh, that would have been much better. The fr- John, the fractal geometry of today's panel one is. <laughs> um, 
Uh, it's just like the more you look at it, the more you see. I I, I do feel I, like if if we zoomed in on this panel, you would see we'd, like we'd see tiny little Garfield yeah. heads growing out. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, listeners, tweet tweet your fractal Garfield art. Oh yeah. To, uh, to add to us at at being Jim Davis hashtag Mandelbrot Garfield. <laughs> is, I smell a new T-shirt. Mandelbrot Garfield is that better? Do you want hashtag um, Fractal Garfield? Yeah. Um. Well, isn't Mandelbrot just w- one specific fractal? I believe uh, Mandelbrot was Benoit Mandelbrot. Maybe was the name of the mathematician. Uh, it's not. It's not Benoit. Could be. Could be Benoit. Um, well, I thought I, I thought I thought Benoit Mandelbrot be was Benoit. also the inventor of the Benoit ball. Might be Benoit Mandelbrot. Um, Mandelbrot. He developed. Anyway, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this may be <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, go on. You missed my reference to Benoit balls, didn't you? Um, I did. <laughs> I thought that must this be a real thing. This is the first time I can ever remember seeing Garfield think and make noises at the same time. Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. It and, seems and it, very confused. It's unclear, like, are those two things happening simultaneously? Mm-hmm. Is ah stuff it in your ear like a English translation of the yeah. animalistic? Yeah. It's hard to... And, and I don't know if we've even mentioned Garfield's right forepaw is raised and approaching the um, the chicken leg. It's and it's hard to know. Like, is Garfield batting at it, or he's trying to grab it? It, it it's wow, so much going. Yeah, on. it's not clear. If it weren't for the the cat noises, I would I would assume he's just trying to steal it. But yeah. th- those the, the noises and his expression also make it seem like he is attack like he wants to attack the chicken leg. Yeah, like he, or he, like he's afraid of it. Yeah. John, panel two is if oh, any... oh, we're just gonna move on to panel two. Well, I'm sure we're gonna come back, but okay, okay, all right. Panel two is, if anything, even more puzzling than panel one <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. To remind listeners, Garfield has thought, yeah, ah, stuff it in your ear. In panel two, and Gar- made cat noises. Yeah, in panel he two, went Ralphed. In panel two, Garfield's uh turned around and walking away from the chicken leg no he's not walking he's just sitting he's just standing yeah i mean i think he's we're not meant walking to take it as him starting to head out but okay i like it i like it better as just he's his body has rotated 180 degrees and so he's just like hey look at my yeah. butt and it looks cats yeah, do I mean, like i mean to, which is cats true to life. love to show you their butt true to life yeah and, I, and I, yeah and i like the notion that uh you know garfield is is you know he's discouraged from eating or, or, you know, fucking with John, John's chicken leg. So he's just going to, like, I, is he going to fart on it or something? That's what I want to know. I mean, I feel like we're burying the lead here, which is that after his cat has thought something rude to him, John Arbuckle whips his head around to the right and shouts, What was that? Question mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, in one of a his thing, patented Arbuckle single takes. single takes. A thing I say to my human son when he says something rude to me. When he sasses you. When he sasses me, yes. When he does yep. not address me 
with the proper respect I deserve as a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, that's a common it's a common problem in mm. the podcasting realm. Podcasters should be addressed with respect, with the exception of Chris Taylor and his asshole podcast Magmar Sucks because he was supposed to like co-host our podcast and We are not. ostensibly like calling him out uh-huh. and and like trash talking him. But in reality, we're we're basically just advertising for his podcast. It's also very possible that he did not sign himself up to co-host our podcast, yeah. that someone else well, did because they thought it would be funny. I mean, it's possible that none of this is real. How do you mean? I mean, you might be a brain in a vat. I don't buy that. Anyway. Uh, I don't buy that. Okay. How do you know? Okay. I feel like we're getting off topic. But as I've told, as I've said to you before, I think the whole post-Cartesian turn towards, you know, uh, this obsession with um, epistemological Epistemological relativism. Yeah, like extreme relativism and epistemological certainty. I just, I just, it seems like a dead end to me an intellectual dead end i think it's i agree with you and i think it's the 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 reason that people don't respect philosophers i mean it, but it's just like it's not philosophers as a whole we're talking about exclusively like western philosophy between what like 1600s into 1900s and and really no, it's. St- I mean, it's still a, a like the Gettier problem is like still something that people talk about. Well, I mean, some some uh, particular Hashtag group, very bad wizards. Yeah, it's some this small group of like um, you know Anglophone uh, analytic philosophers. Sure, but I think I you know I used to play the Anglophone. I think John, but I. You know, I I uh I couldn't get I couldn't get my embouchure right. I, I think, gave it up. Uh, gave it up, Chris. Existentialism, existentialism <laughs> forward, John. Like uh, you know, post Heidegger, yeah. post Wittgenstein. Like this just isn't something that philosophers as a whole freak out about, and rightfully so. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, yeah, yeah. Panel so, two. It's panel weird two. that Garfield thinks a thing and John apparently hears it. Yeah, or or is just responding to his cat noise, but that doesn't like that's not. I mean, a it's thing. it's clearly it's clearly clearly what was that is a stand-in for like what did you say? Yeah, you know, and you that's not a thing you say to a cat when it says meow. Yes, yeah. you don't. You're not all like what did you, did you just at me? Right. Don't yeah, you yeah. at me? And and uh, you know, panel three really makes it seem like that's uh, like that plain text reading is exactly what's going on. Yeah, because because Gar- Garfield suggested if you, I mean, going all the way back to panel one, just to remind Go listeners, go on a journey back Garfield's with us to panel suggestion one. to Arbuckle mm-hmm. was uh, stuff it in your ear, right? Yeah, yeah, and. Um, panel three, uh, the chicken leg is in Garf, uh, John's <laughs> ear. It's in there. Uh, and it's, and John, can we agree? 
I know we often disagree with one another on this program. I don't know about that. Can we agree that panel three is a pretty funny picture? It's a great picture. I that think all three leg, panels today are pretty strong. Leg, it's stuffed way in there. It's not just yeah. a little bit in his ear. It's yeah, that, it's past. Uh, it, like it's in far enough that you know uh, it, the it is it is it is pa- it is beyond the point where it is beginning to you know re narrow. Yeah, you know it's past it's past the 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 point of maximum diameter. Yeah, yeah, that um, that chicken leg leg is got to be fucking with John Arbuckle's temporal lobe. Oh yeah, I mean like yeah, just looking at the size of it in the previous two panels, it's I mean it's almost halfway through his brain <laughs> by it this really point. Is. Uh. And that, that, okay, that brings up an interesting point. John Arbuckle's uh, uh, dialogue in panel three is, oh. Yeah. We could read that as, oh, that's what you meant. You meant you were going to stick that chicken leg in my ear. Or we could read it as, oh, I'm brain damaged now and not (laughs) able to express myself in standard English speech. Mm. Like, Mm. it could just be, oh. It could be. It could be. I, uh, given what we know, it like, seems unlikely. But in terms of like the chronology of the real world, you know, publication history, like I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like the strip would not have anywhere to go for the next thirty-eight years. Yeah, I if, mean, you if, make a, you if make John a, Arbuckle make a were point. brain dead, you make a um, fair point. Yeah, um, I this is maybe a, a like a interesting kind of thing with with like english idioms but Mm -hmm. when you say stuff it in your ear Uh what does it refer to that's a good point um so the joke here is that that it referred (laughs) to the chicken leg he stuffed the chicken leg in the ear but you're right the it there i think is just a it doesn't stand for anything it's not ostensive it's just right. a function of the fact that stuff is a transitive verb and, and requires an object it's kind of the same as when we say it's raining English grammar requires a subject hmm. in that sentence but yeah. it doesn't mean anything it doesn't stand in for anything like there's no hmm. yeah. real noun you could put in place of it that would that would scan we don't say like the sky is raining or the clouds are raining or the hmm. weather is raining it's yeah. just it it's raining that's interesting I, I i wonder i'm not i'm not sure that i agree with you okay go and on. i just want to kind of like push back against that a uh-huh. little bit like okay let's hear could it be that it refers to the intangible you know like the expression like like yeah. Um, stu- stuff your objections in your ear. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, you can't literally do that. Yeah. But it's I like, you know, you that, know what yeah. I think about your, your protestations? I think mm-hmm. you should shove them up your ass, you know? Yeah. And, John, you raise an interesting point there. Stuff it in your ear. Is that a thing people actually say? Or is it just Jim Davis not being able to have Garfield think, ah, stuff it up your ass? Yeah. Um, ooh, that's an interesting point. Uh, Thank you. Stuff it in your ear. I, <gasps> oh, I, I believe that. I, I mean, if Jim Davis 
told me that people said this in 1979, I would believe him. John. Did you want to have, you had a question? John. Yes, you in the back. We know for a fact that Garfield does not have a butthole. Hmm. Oh. Oh. I wonder if this is, now, is it, is it a slam dunk case? No, it's not. But is this circumstantial evidence? <laughs> I, I appreciate that caveat. <laughs> is, this, is this circumstantial evidence that John Arbuckle is also lacking a butthole? Mm. We've never had yeah. a full I mean, nudity shot of like... John Arbuckle's ass like yeah. with his buttocks spread apart yeah. so we could tell. Although, although spoiler alert. Uh-huh. Uh, we might be heading in that direction. Yeah. Oh, with tomorrow's strip, I don't want to give anything away. Tomo- uh, so tomorrow, John, tomorrow, and even more so, uh, Saturday, it gets quite racy. John, <laughs> look, I'm going to have to interrupt Sploosh. the podcast because I believe I'm getting a call from Chris Taylor. Oh my! Hello. Hi, Chris. That's all right. How are you doing? Hello? Oh, I can't hear it. Hello? Oh, there we go. John, can you... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm putting you up yeah. to my microphone so John can hear you as well. John, can oh, you hear... Oh, John. This, this is uh, Chris. Sorry, April snuck up on me very fast, and I completely <laughs> forgot. Oh, no worries. Are that... you still recording? Oh, we are. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> look, do you want... We're on Wednesday. Do you want to jump on? Uh, you're on you're on Wednesday or right now? Oh no no like yeah, we're, we're recording right now and we're up to uh, <laughs> we're mid we're most of the way done with Wednesday. Okay yeah I'll jump on on Thursday. Uh, let me grab my mic for. <laughs> uh, yeah I assume you emailed me important information already. Uh yeah yeah I emailed you a Zoom link if you just um if you just click the link you'll jump on the Zoom call. Okay I'll be on in a minute. Sorry about that, man. No, you're awesome. okay. Yeah, no worries. He can't hear me, but that's cool. Uh, I mean, do we, now do we have to take out all the? All I the think we have to start over. We said about I, him. I think I think we have to start over at the beginning. I mean, I, I look. It's been a fun hour and forty five minutes. I think it's but, look. Uh, I think we were basically done with Wednesday. Would you agree? Were we? I don't know. We were discussing uh, uh, Heidegger and, and linguistics. We didn't really. We referenced Heidegger. We didn't discuss um, Heidegger. Yeah, we very, we very rarely actually discuss anything we reference. It's true. It's true. So I, I, I do mean, think... I, I look. We would if we actually knew anything, but we're I mean, not those I could people. probably fake a little Heidegger. Look, he, okay. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing. Um. I think one thing that I don't know if Jim Davis is doing this deliberately, but one thing he's kind of playing with um, this week seems, and, and and it's not new, but I think he's really pushing at it, is the tension between Garfield as human and Garfield as cat. Yeah. Um. So yesterday Garfield could read, or could he? Today, John Arbuckle can hear Garfield's thoughts, or can he? Hmm. Um, yeah, that's something. I mean, I guess. Yeah, um, it's not not a thing. Yeah, uh, you know, stuff the chicken leg in your ear. What did you say? Oh, that's what you said. You said the thing that you just did. Mm. It's it's very. Yeah. It makes it very clear that he could understand what Garfield was thinking. 
Yeah, or, or I mean, it's very, very. It's a very clear suggestion, if not, if not yeah. an outright, you know, yeah. statement. Well, there you go. Well, you want to uh, end this one? Was I hosting this one? Yeah, you were hosting this one. Uh, you've been listening uh, to being Jim Davis, the gutter demering of podcasts. <laughs> You can support the show by leaving us a review uh, on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. You can visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave a comment, send us an email, or listen to our over 100 back episodes, which are no longer on iTunes, sadly. Mm. Uh, That's the fault of Squarespace. If we had a different, um, different website... Apparently, you can have them on Squarespace. Yeah, build it better. Yeah, build it better, Squarespace. <laughs> uh, you can uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Davis or follow me at the Inscrutable Taco. And I'm at the Chris Winter. Thanks for listening, and see you tomorrow. Thank you, and good night.